You're listening to the I Don't Know Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your host, Annika, and this is episode number 57, Boundaries at Work with Grace Albinson. Hey guys, we have an amazing episode for you today because we have Grace Albinson with us. We love Grace over here. She's coached both of us, and I really wanted to have her join us for this episode. Grace is a lawyer and a certified life coach for lawyers. She's the founder of Legally Calm Coaching, where she coaches female attorneys on issues like perfectionism, people-pleasing, procrastination, boundary-setting, confidence, and anxiety. We've been wanting to build off of our boundary episode from last month, and we thought Grace would be the perfect person to talk to about work boundaries. And I... I'm Grace's biggest fan, just have to add that, and I especially have been so excited about this episode, Annika, because Annika and I will be coaching, and she'll sometimes bring work issues up, and I'm always thinking, oh, you should talk to Grace about this one, you know, because yeah. I, it's been a long time since I've worked for like a company and had a boss, and and I also coach with Grace, and so it was like, oh, she'd be the perfect coach for this topic. So I'm just glad that we finally have all arranged to be together so that Annika can get some guidance from you, Grace. So we're so happy you're here. I'm so so excited to be here with you guys. Um, Karen is my coach, actually. She probably didn't want to share that, but I don't mind sharing it. (laughs) Karen is my amazing coach. She has helped me through so much and really um, I've just grown so much from coaching with her. Um, I'd recommend her to anyone and, you know, I just, she holds a special place in my heart. So I'm just really excited to be here um, and, you know, help in whatever way I can with people struggling with boundary issues. Oh, I love it, Grace. (laughs) Thank you, Grace. And I just went and made my own coach. So now Grace coaches me. (laughs) We just trade off coaching. I just went and created my own little (laughs) perfect coach. Anyway. Okay, Annika, so what? where do you want us to go from here, Annika? I think first, Grace, I think it'd be really cool if you just kind of told us what got you into coaching um, and maybe tell us a little bit more about yourself, anything that I missed. Sure. Um, so what got me into coaching is really <clears throat> struggling with the kinds of things that I coach on now. So, you know, boundary setting, people pleasing, um, anxiety at work, having confidence in myself and my abilities. And, um, you know, I found the Life Coach School podcast, which really changed my life. And then I found Karen through the Life Coach School um, coach tank, uh, which also just really helped me transform my relationship with work. And so the tools that I was learning, like the model and boundary setting, how to be um, more compassionate with myself as I'm, you know, going through life just really changed my relationships, my, you know, personal relationships and my relationships with my job and with my colleagues as well. Um, And so I decided to become a certified coach for lawyers. And now I help people just like me. Hopefully I'm a little further along than they are in my, in my coaching journey, (laughs) but I, I help mostly female attorneys who are struggling with the same issues that I struggled with. That's amazing. That is awesome. 
Well, I'm really excited that you're here today because when I first started my job, this was my first like full-time job. I started it a year ago. And my first three weeks, I was dying. Like my boss would call me every second of the day. I was getting texts at like 3 a.m. from him to do stuff. And I was freaking out. I was so stressed. I was working while I was at work, but when I was home, I was constantly thinking about work, not knowing kind of how to handle all the texts, all the emails. Mm -hmm. And obviously it's not the same as it was now, but I still think it'd be really good to just kind of first ask you the question of like why it's so important to set boundaries. Because I think if I didn't start setting some boundaries right away, I'd still be living like this. Yeah. And I think some people think it's okay to just work all the time. And that's just part of the job. Right. Yeah. And, you know, for some people, they do thrive on working all the time, right? So for them, it's okay. Like, I always tell my clients that boundaries are a really personal thing. It's really... they have to be in line with your values and how you want to live your life. So if you're finding that you're not leaving enough time for, you know, spending time with your husband or just relaxing or doing the things that you want to do outside of work, then it's probably time to set some boundaries. And boundaries are so important to answer your question because they prevent us from things like burnout or, feeling a lot of resentment towards our bosses or our colleagues because we're constantly feeling like, okay, I have to pick up this phone call. I have to respond to this email at 3 a.m. I don't have a choice, but the reality is we do have choices. Everything we do is a choice. And so, you know, if you're starting to feel that resentment or, you know, constantly feeling tired and just feeling like you've lost kind of your momentum and your passion for your job, it might be a signal that you should set some boundaries around your time and your energy. Okay, that's good. What do those boundaries sometimes look like? And I know you said they're super personal for each person, but um, what, what can some of those look like? Yeah, so boundaries, a lot of people confuse boundaries with Um, demands or attempts to change another person and or even to kind of try to manipulate them because you know we always want people to behave how we want them to behave so that we don't have to do anything that makes us uncomfortable like setting a boundary but you know for better or worse boundaries do bring up some uncomfortable feelings in us but I really think they're worth it in terms of our kind of self-preservation and living in line with our values and our needs. Um, So boundaries are if-then statements. So it's, you know, an example of a work boundary might be, I don't answer emails past 6 p.m. or whatever you're comfortable with. You determine your what you want your boundary to be. But, you know, an example would be, if you email me past 6 p.m., I'll respond the next day. As opposed to a demand would be, you can't email me past 6 p.m., that's rude. And, you know, we get so tempted to to tell people what they can and can't do, but that's really not a boundary. It's just a demand. So if we say even something like, please don't email me on weekends, 
that would just be a request. It wouldn't be a boundary because there's you don't have that if then. So it's if you email me on a weekend, I'll get back to you Monday morning. Um, you can make requests of people at your job. You can make requests of your boss or your colleagues. That's totally fine. But normally people don't change based on our requests. Right. People are we all want them to, but they like just don't comply. So no. so most of the time, you know, I end up coaching people to actually set a boundary and that's that if then statement that they can keep in their back pocket for when that if circumstance comes up. So if my boss emails me on a weekend, I'll say, you know, I received your email. I'll get back to you on Monday. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, sometimes I, when I send an email to something business related, there's sometimes even people have an automatic. Yes. Your email was received. I will, I'm out of the right. office. Yeah, received, yeah. Right? Like, totally. And that's so great that you brought that up because that's a big one that I tell my clients as well, it doesn't have to be a verbally communicated if-then statement. You can have something on your, even your email signature line, or like you said, Karen, your away message saying, you know, I'm working on a big deadline, I'll get back to you X date and time, or even, you know, determining for yourself, okay, I'm just gonna make a boundary that I don't answer emails past 8 p.m. And so then, you know, like, it's just like personal to me. I'm saying it to myself. I live by this. Right. I don't need to. Right. Okay. Yeah, actually. Yeah. That's a great point. You don't, you don't have to communicate boundaries. You just have to respond when they happen in the way that you've set out. So it's that then part of the, if then. Mm-hmm. So, but actually in a, a work setting, I do usually recommend to people that they communicate their boundaries, especially oh, if it's okay. like a change in circumstance. Like, Annika, if you mm-hmm. had been, you know, responding to your boss's texts at 3 a.m. for weeks and then all of a sudden you stopped because you decided you wanted to set that boundary, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. recommend that you communicate that with him or her to say, you know, I guess I would say I've, I've, you know, I know that we've been communicating via email on weekends, um, but I have some commitments coming up. So I just want to let you know, if you email me on a weekend, I will respond on Monday. That's really good. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to ask you about like how you would communicate with a boss or colleague. Yeah. That seems like a really easy, simple way to do it. Yeah, exactly. And and you don't have to communicate the boundary unless the violation of the boundary comes up. And then you can communicate it. Like, you don't have to go around your office announcing, I don't work on weekends. Um, Right. right. I mean, you could, but it's really just when that time comes up, when you've got to enforce the boundary, then you can communicate it to your colleagues or your boss. That's really good. Okay. I love that. That's so good. Um, 
before we were kind of talking about balancing work and personal life a little bit, and you said some people it works for them to be working all the time. Yeah. Um, but what would you what would you say um, people what can people do to kind of more balance out their work and personal life through mm-hmm. boundaries? So I think it's really just sitting down with yourself and figuring out like what what do I want my boundaries to be? What are, you know, my values? Do I want, do I value family more than the job? You know, do, have my values shifted or do they shift like from month to month? Like maybe on a certain month you value work more than you value spending time with your family. You don't necessarily value your family less, but you're placing more emphasis on work that month. So your boundaries can shift and change, but I think the important thing is just to really get clear with yourself on what you want them to be. And then asking, you know, my favorite question of, do I like my reason why I have this boundary? And as long as you like your reasons, that's really all you need to know. I know that sounds simple. I love that. But it's really, it's really true. You don't need to justify your boundaries to anyone. In a work environment, I do recommend sometimes that you explain the reason why, but not to like over communicate it because, you know, that kind of invites people to question your boundaries. And if you just simply make it a simple if then statement and maybe say, you know, I'm working on spending more time with my family or even as simple as I have a a conflict this weekend. So if, Mm -hmm. if you want me to work on this project, I'm only going to get X amount done. And so you don't need to over elaborate on what the conflict is and why. And yeah. And you know, you can use your discretion, but I wouldn't really recommend apologizing because you don't need you don't yeah. need to apologize for your boundaries. That's really you know, good. you're you can because they're not you and they don't have your values and they don't know your life. Right. 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 That's so good. And Grace, I love that you said sit down with yourself. Yeah. I love that because sometimes we just start going. Right. You know, we have survival brains, we work, I have to work. And then you one day just feel resentment. Right. And and when you put all your eggs in one basket, you you expect those eggs to feed you. Yeah, that's so good. Right. And so and I, I think I think this kind of came up with you and me early on, where like I'm just not feeling fulfilled at work. Yeah. And I feel like I'm I feel kind of well, you know, yeah. and then you kind of discover like, wait, it's cause I'm not taking time to to spend time with my friends and I'm not taking time yeah. to right. do the things that that that, that that fill me, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. And when work isn't giving me all those things that I get from these other parts of my life. Right. So I just love that you, I just love that you mentioned like sit down with yourself because yeah. you got to know you and you got to know what you need. Yeah. And I think you even first. had me make a list of like, what are the activities that bring me joy and what are the things that I value and like, how can I feel more connected? And that just mm-hmm. kind of led to me setting more boundaries because I was like, exactly, the, the, right? these are my yeah. values and I'm not meeting them because I'm working all the time. And so no wonder I'm feeling, 
you know, sad and resentful. Um, but it, it's really a struggle. And I find, especially for attorneys, because of kind of the thoughts that we have in the background, and obviously not every attorney is the same, but a lot of people are very concerned about what others think of them and kind of have in their minds, like, well, if I set these boundaries, other people are going to be talking about me and other people are going to disagree with what I'm doing. And they're, they might think I'm like a bad attorney. My reputation is everything. So, I mean, what I recommend is just really sitting down and, and figuring out, okay, what's more important? Like the discomfort of, you know, people judging me, is that more important to me to please them than to actually live the way that I want and need to live in order to kind of nourish myself and figure out my values. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Cause if you keep going without boundaries, like either way, it's not going to end good. Right. Like you may just have to quit your job because you can't handle it anymore. Right? Yes. It'll, it'll go to that well, point. That, right? right. Yeah, it will. Well, so when, that's kind of the ultimate question. And maybe I'm beating you guys to the punch, but it's like, <laughs> am I going to get fired? Right. And. Right. That's, that's, that's like the big fear. Yes. That's the big fear. Yeah. yeah. Like even when we first started talking about like, let's do this episode about work boundaries and grace. I was like. Ooh, that even sounds scary to me. And I don't have a job like where I work for someone else. Like, do you, can you even yeah. have that? Can you, do I even right. get to have a boundary? Yes. Right. So. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think I just can't do that. But, you know, it really comes down to a choice that you're making. Like everything you're doing is a choice, except for maybe eating, sleeping, and going to the bathroom. Everything else you're doing really is a choice. So if you're picking up that phone call at 3 a.m. from your boss, you are choosing to do that. And so it's the kind of like harsh reality is that if you're, you know, feeling burnt out and resentful and like you don't have balance, you kind of have to take responsibility for that and put that responsibility on yourself because, you know, as much as we want our employers to change and maybe if people start setting more boundaries, they will, but that can't be the reason that we set our own boundaries. It has to be coming from a place of I'm protecting myself and I'm kind of trying to live the life that I actually want to be living. Um, and, and, you know, with respect, that's so good. Well, and with respect to getting fired, yeah. I think, you know, that is where our survival brain goes. Cool. Karen and I talk about survival <laughs> brain all the time. I learned like everything I know about survival brain from Karen and, you know, that's totally where it goes. That's like the worst case scenario, but it's, it's kind of good. I I would never say that's not going to happen. But what I would say is when you set boundaries, and I have seen this play out with myself and clients, they continue to meet their obligations. They continue to do their work. They continue to be a team player. 
they maybe just don't take on as much work, but then they don't let other people down by overwhelming themselves and then, you know, pushing past deadlines and procrastinating and, and being late with their work. And then, and they also don't burn themselves out. And so they end up just showing up in a totally different way. You know, people can tell when you're resentful. But when you kind of feed yourself and you put some boundaries in place, then you show up as this totally different person. And, you know, people like people do set boundaries at work. Everyone, your brain kind of tells you you can't do that, but you all know that person at work who set boundaries and that we're all jealous of. So, you know, <laughs> like yeah. people do it. And then, you know, I would be surprised if an employer fired someone for setting some boundaries but still doing good work. You know, it's just, I mean, I suppose it could happen, but then it's like, okay, if that happens, do I want to really be upset about it? How do I want to deal with it? Because, you know, I, I stood up for the life that I want to live and that person fired me. Well, that probably wasn't the job for me, but again, that's like the worst case scenario and, you know, that rarely happens. So it's kind of deciding, do I want to risk that? Or do I want to take the other path, which is not setting any boundaries? And then maybe I burn out anyway. Like there's so many lawyers leaving the law from pure burnout. Like it's it's a huge issue. And so, you know, do I it might not show up right away, but after years of like, you know, not setting boundaries, not getting enough sleep, you know, missing major events in your life, canceling vacations, like it does add up and it adds up to people either getting fired because, you know, they're producing really low quality work because they are so burnt out or just leaving. And saying, like, I, you can't survive as a lawyer. Like, it's just too much. And, yeah. you know, my brain has gone there. And I that's, like, the point you get to where you're like, okay, I have to set some boundaries if I, if I don't want to totally burn out. Um, so it's, it's a choice. And it's, like, neither road is easy. Because when you set boundaries all those tough feelings come up. Like, what are they thinking? You know, what is my boss thinking? But if you can train your brain ahead of time to realize that it's going to be uncomfortable and kind of prepare for that and just say... And remember your why. Right, exactly. (laughs) Remember your why. You know, remember, I don't want to burn out. I don't want to be resentful. I want to show up as my best self. This could make me a better employee. Yeah. Then you right. get to and doing them a favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. By taking care of my own needs. Yeah, exactly. So good. So that's good. so good. Cause I know, I know when I just started setting a little bit more boundaries for myself, I was showing up, I was like excited to go to work in the morning. I wasn't so stressed all the time. Right. And I think I did show up as a better employee because I was taking a little bit better care of like myself and, right. and noticing my needs. Right. 
And I feel um, like Annika with that, like I, one thing I noticed with you when you did that, when you started owning and like taking responsibility for your experience, <clears throat> I feel like you actually, one of the parts of that was you kind of took more um, responsibility for your time and your schedule. Yeah. It's like, like it almost promoted you to be more responsible with the time when you are doing work Ooh. because you know you have boundaries and you want yeah I feel like that's one of the kind of byproducts you got oh, was yeah, like so more good. responsibility when you're in work yeah do you think that's true I I do think that's true I feel like it's like okay let's do all we can so at five I can really just check out and be done here yeah and then I'll show up again tomorrow at eight right but I don't want to do anything in between you, that yeah it could almost make you a little bit more efficient yeah. yeah, you know, because yeah. you know, okay, I committed to stopping at five, and so I've got to get all this stuff and I done. I know I get yeah, that. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Like I'm at peace because I know what's coming, so I can be. Yes, but if you never know when you're off, right, or when your work stops, of course you're gonna like be dreading the whole day. Yeah, and, and procrastinating. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So that's so good. Yeah, yeah. I do have another question, but I also just want to say that I really like that. Grace, that you, like, clarified that setting boundaries doesn't make you a bad employee, doesn't make you lazy. Right. Like, it can, it can, it can make you better, but it doesn't mean just, like, be lazy and don't work. Right, But, like, right. set boundaries that'll help you be a better employee. Right. And I think but, that's really good. Yeah, and that's so interesting you brought that up because I used to have the belief if I set boundaries, that means I'm lazy. Yeah. And, you know, it just, it takes... It takes thought work. It takes um, just really questioning that thought because it's sort of ingrained, I think, in attorneys and probably in, you know, many different work cultures that, you know, we shouldn't be setting boundaries and we should be in the hustle culture and go, 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 go. Um, And it really doesn't benefit anyone and so but I think we all are sort of indoctrinated with that belief that like if I'm not working till 9 p.m every night then I'm lazy and so it really takes you know coaching with Karen and coaching myself to get to a place where I'm like no that's actually completely wrong I can get you know I can be a good employee and still have boundaries I I can show up better because I'm less resentful. I can get my work done like you just talked about in the kind of time that I've designated for myself. I can decide, okay, this is a busy season or I'm preparing for a trial, so I'll need to kind of stretch myself. But I know that I you know, have certain boundaries in place even then to, to support myself. Um, so it's, yeah. really, it's really like a mindset issue. Right. Yeah. Totally. That's really good. Um, okay. So Grace, in your experience, besides the fear of getting fired, have you seen any other common challenges that people can have when they're trying to come up with a boundary? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yes, coming up with the boundaries is, is really difficult because like we kind of touched on before, it's just really kind of getting to know yourself and what your values are. And that can be really hard for someone who hasn't set boundaries because you're kind of, you know, boundaries are really fall in line with people pleasing too. And so when you're people pleasing and, and not setting boundaries, 
you're kind of living your life according to what you think someone else wants. So when you start trying to set boundaries, it's like, well, wait, what do I want? And what is important to me? And so it's kind of like sitting down and really examining like what what is important to you in your life what are your values what are your goals um and then some other common challenges I see are enforcing the boundary you know because that's the hard part seriously like you can yep that's the hard part yeah you can set the boundary but if you but if you don't you're in a worse position because then you're a liar (laughs) Right? Yeah. Like they they see, wait, she had a boundary, but she just answered my email. So, okay, now I, that you just reset and now they start sending them again. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. And not to, like, that was a, that was a little extreme to say liar. No, Sorry, it's true. It's, yeah. But, but kind of, it's like now you, now you're in a worse position because you set a boundary, didn't keep it. Now you lost respect. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Or, or integrity. Yeah. And. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, when we did our other podcast about boundaries, I'm like, do the thought work that, like, you mentioned, Grace, yeah. ahead of time. Get that feeling of, like, why – I know why I'm setting it. It's okay if they don't understand why I'm doing this. Right. They don't understand because they're not me. And it's okay if they're confused or uncomfortable. I'm prepared. Right. right? Like, you have to do that work. And so yeah. at work, what is that – you know, like – we talked about that in the other episode, but like, how does that look like at work, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's like I mentioned before, like preparing for the uncomfortable feelings. And also, I mean, along the lines of what you just said, I do think it erodes other people's confidence if you don't keep your boundaries. But then also oh my gosh, yes. it, it erodes your own confidence in yourself. Oh, so true. You know, yeah. because you're like, well, I set this boundary that I didn't stick to it. But that is kind of segues into another challenge with boundaries, which is like many people, especially lawyers, are perfectionists. And so when they start trying to set boundaries, they're like, well, I didn't follow through with it. I didn't follow through with the consequence, so I'm just going to give up. It's not worth it. And, you know, and just throw it all away. And so I think part of, you know, starting to set boundaries is accepting that it's not going to be perfect. And you are going to mess up. And you are kind of experimenting with, you know, what are my boundaries? Like, Maybe I set a boundary that I don't really think I need, or maybe, you know, the boundary kind of worked and now people don't expect me to work on weekends. So I can, I don't really need that boundary anymore. I don't need to communicate that boundary anymore. Um, But yeah, so that's, that's just a really, that's a challenge for people who are doing any, anything new, but even with boundaries, it's like, you've got to give yourself a little bit of leeway to not do it perfectly yeah I love that that's so so good because it with and and not keeping it now you got something to worry about (laughs) now now it's just another thing to ruminate about you know it just kind of added you you made the boundary to alleviate right right like some some stress and then if you don't keep it you just took on extra Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah. And the and confidence that goes for work and personal. Yeah. 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 Totally. And the That's confidence comment. And confidence. Was, yeah. 
yeah, that was, the confidence comes spot on. So good, so good. Yeah. And maybe, and maybe that alone is the thought that helps serve you when you need to make one at work. Because you know what? I do know I, I'm not in the workplace. I don't have a boss, but I, I have been a boss in my yeah. life. And you know what? Bosses want confident employees. Mm, that's so good. So there's a thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He might not understand this boundary, but it makes me confident, which he benefits from. Because when oh, I'm confident, well, so I get new ideas. I follow through. Yeah. I solve problems by myself without going to him. Right. I, that, that's a great thought. Is that's like, so I'm, good. He might not understand this boundary, but trust me, he's going to appreciate that. That's really, really good. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Just came to me. Just came to me, guys. <laughs> she's a genius. Okay. That's why it she's came my coach. Like a ray of light. That's <laughs> why you're the life coach. That's why you <laughs> No, that's what happens when Karen's not in charge of the podcast and then she can just be free to listen. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh and this. No, that, that's really true, though. And that reminded oh, me yeah. of like communicating the boundary confidently, which I think is what you yeah. were saying. Mm-hmm. Like, not only being confident in the boundary, but then in the way that you communicate it, like drama free, not apologizing, just this is this. And, you know, with work, it can be good. I think you said this, Karen, you know, you're solving your own problems, but also like, when you have to set a boundary, like say your boss wants you to get something done, over the weekend and you have a boundary that you only work a certain number of hours per weekend in communicating your boundary you could say i'm only going to be able to get x amount done but we could help we could find someone to get the rest of it to the finish line so helping out if you can like communicating a solution and along those lines communicating the boundary in a kind of positive way is I think helpful in particularly communicating with bosses so not just saying I don't do this saying I'm I'm unable to do that but but I could do this you know something like that that's not a eloquent example or I could ask so or I could ask so and so right to help me with that part like like I can still help problem solve this even though I can't do all the work yeah I love that I love that yeah, that's yeah. really good. Like, don't don't make it a question when you're, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. going in and setting a boundary. Right. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's really good. <laughs> don't make it a question. It's not a question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, right, exactly. It's not a request. It's just a statement. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. That's so good. So, Grace, what is an example? Like, not to put you too much on the spot, but what is an example of a time when you had to set a boundary, what did, yeah. like, can you just share like an experience at work? I can. Yeah. And it was, it was not easy, um, but it did really <laughs> serve me in the long run. So I was just loaded down with cases and um, my, you know, the, the person who assigns cases came to me and said, we have this other one. Like, do you want it? It's a really good case. Like, it'll be great for you to prosecute. And I really did want it, but I was just drowning in work. And so I did say to him, you know, I would love to take this case. It looks so exciting. And thank you so much for thinking of me. 
But unfortunately, I think, you know, my work on XYZ case will suffer if I do that. And so, you know, that's kind of like a soft if then statement. So it's, Mm -hmm. I I sort of communicated it Mm -hmm. in a soft way, but I think, you know, the, the communication was firm that I wasn't going, I think he understood, but he did push back and it was very uncomfortable. And, you know, what did he say? He said, well, you have the least amount of cases of anyone here. And I, I was like, I, you know, I, I had to like pause because I, you know, all those thoughts come into your head. Like, I'm lazy. I, I, this is bad. I can't set these boundaries. Nobody else is. Nobody else is pushing back. And I, I don't know if they were pushing back. I don't know if other people pushed back. I'm not sure. But, you know, his message to me was basically, it was like, you shouldn't be setting this boundary. You should be taking on more. And I said, you know, I would really love to, but I know my bandwidth. And again, I just know my cases will suffer. And I, I can't remember. I think I said maybe you could take away XYZ case and then I would be able to take this on. Um, but yeah, solution. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. But you know, it, and it, it did save me from, I still feel like this was a detail I was on. I still feel like I did the work of the detail. I took on a lot of cases and I did them really thoroughly and I felt good about my work. And I don't think I would have ended the detail feeling like that if I hadn't held, held that boundary. So I'm happy that I did, but it didn't, you know, it came with a lot of uncomfortable feelings. Right. For sure. And you had to let him be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But I love that you were like, you can't argue with what someone's telling you their bandwidth is. Mm -hmm. So I love that, Grace. And I love that you're like, I know me. I know me so well. And I know what I need to be able to do a good job. And and it's not up for debate. You telling me what I can handle. Right, right. Right. And, I, you yeah. know, I think, you know, we, it's not like we ended on a sour note or anything. It was, yeah. it was yeah. totally fine, but I think it allowed because I think it allowed me to keep showing up, doing my job, not be overwhelmed, not burn out, not show up resentful. And so, you know, I think that that is a good example of a boundary that really worked. Very good example. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I love but that. But like I said, it didn't come without those uncomfortable feelings. And I had right. to really, you know, I had to really coach myself on the thoughts of like, well, you're not a good employee because you're not doing everything. And it was like, mm-hmm. no, you're, this is enabling you to show up as a good employee and to be more productive, arguably. And, mm-hmm. you know, to save your relationships because you're not showing up with no sleep and snapping at people. and Yeah. Okay, well, thank you, Grace, so much. This helped so much. I'm so glad you were able to come on and talk about work boundaries. This has been something I've been wanting to talk about on the podcast for so long. I just didn't know fully all the little details that you know. So thank you so much for coming on. Oh my gosh, we thank you. Love you. I love <laughs> you so you much. Thank you guys. I love you guys too. This was so fun. I can't think um, of anyone yeah, better to talk about boundaries with. <laughs> 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 thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode, guys. We hope you loved it. We are so thankful Grace was able to come on and expand our conversation about boundaries and talk about how to use them in the workplace. If you want to learn more about Grace or you want to follow her on social media, you can find her on LinkedIn at Grace Albinson. You can follow her coaching Instagram at legally underscore calm and her website is legallycalm.com. We hope this episode helped you guys and we hope you have a great rest of your week. Thank you.